0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Two Ways to Skin a Cat, a show where we talk career experiences, entrepreneurship, and investments. The main aim is to show that there's more than one way to be successful other than just climbing the corporate ladder. We are live on LinkedIn and YouTube, and the show will be available on podcast by tomorrow. So don't forget to like, subscribe, and click on that notification bell to get automatically notified when the next episode comes out. If you are joining us live, drop a one in the comments so we know we're not talking to ourselves. And if you're watching the recording, drop a two in the comments. Today we are hosting Coach's Corner, the second of four sessions with the recruitment strategist and coach Chantal Boita. I've twisted Chantal's arm again to give some free coaching calls to my audience, so stick with us to the end to see how you could be one of those to win a free coaching call. Chantal, thanks again for joining me.
1: Such a pleasure, Wes, and always a pleasure to catch up with you, to chat with you, and of course, to be hosted by you.
0: I know we did a quick intro last week any intro before, but if somebody happens to fall on the channel by mistake, give us a quick intro. Oh, my intro is always different. You should know this by now, right? Oh,
1: <laughs> so I spent 20 years in unfulfilled careers Uwais, until I decided, hang on a second, there has to be more to life than this. So what I do now is I help people to find out what their purpose is, unlock that potential and create a strategy to find the dream job, whether it's working for a boss, whether it's working for yourself, is actually irrelevant, but the dream job does exist, and I show people, or I help people with the roadmap to get there, so that's who I am and what I'm all about.
0: Amazing. Let's, let's jump into the meat of today's topic. So I found out that today is World Mental Health Day. Had no mm-hmm. idea, mm-hmm. Uh, and we are discussing how life and career are inexpe- inexplicably intertwined. So tell us a little bit What is the connection between life and career, and how does this impact our mental health?
1: It's a good question, Uwais, and you know what? I think before I get into the meat of the answer, what I want to say is when we talk about mental health in this context, right, we're not talking about clinical diagnoses and we're not talking about, um, you know, let's just call it the bigger issues. There are bigger issues when it comes to mental health. And when it comes to those bigger issues, you need to go and see a registered psychologist or psychiatrist, whatever the case may be. And I'd just like to drop in a resource called Sadag, the South African Depression and Anxiety Group. They do some wonderful work. So please, if you are dealing with big issues, go and talk to them. What I'm talking about, to come back to your question, is what I'm talking about when it comes to mental health and the correlation between life and career is, first of all, we spend 80% of our lives at work. But yet, 70% of us are unhappy in our work. That's a shocking statistic. So if we spend so much time at work, but yet we're unhappy and we're unfulfilled, why are we not doing something about it? And that's my concern. You know, I think people, Go to work for the wrong reasons. We've been conditioned to or we've been raised in a society that says you have to go to school for 12 years, you have to graduate, you have to get a college degree, and then you have to start working to earn your keep. Why are you working? Are you working for the paycheck? Because if you're working for that paycheck, and I'm not negating the fact that we all need money. Money is life. We've got to live, right? <laughs> 100%. If, you, if you're working for the paycheck, You're working for the wrong reasons. You need to be working for fulfillment. And when you work for fulfillment, you're working according to your purpose. And in so doing, you're unlocking your potential for your life. You're creating a mental health space for yourself that is complete, that is fulfilled. You're removing those little mental health issues that we all struggle with the anxiety the depression that that sense of dread in the pit of your stomach on a sunday evening um when you work to your purpose you remove all of that and that to me is the correlation so i really just want to talk very quickly about maslow's hierarchy many of my of your viewers will kind of be familiar with maslow's i'm sure you are familiar too but really if, if if i had to kind of summarize it in broad strokes right maslow's hierarchy says we sort of move through the runs, but what I want you to remember is it's fluid. Sometimes we'll be at different levels at different times of our lives. And the bottom level is your basic needs. We've got to take care of your basic needs first. So if you're working to take care of your basic needs, that's fine, but you can't pursue your potential at that level. You've got to kind of move through the runs. And the next run is your psychological needs your need for love, belonging, acceptance, and all of that sort of thing before you can start moving towards your potential. So, so, my message today really is to establish your purpose before you act.
0: So, there we go. I have a purpose. Don't do things just for the sake of doing it. If you, if you might have seen my eyes drop a little bit, I was adding some extra comments to our WhatsApp group because we've got a WhatsApp group going. So, I just reset <laughs> the link. That's why my eyes dropped for a few seconds. Sure. Moving on to the next question. Tell us, in the past, word you say purpose informs action what, what what do you mean by that give us a little bit more background about that
1: absolutely and, and where i come from with this statement is before you do something consider what your purpose is you know our society is so conditioned to um to act before we think we're so conditioned to just do, do, do. You've got to go to work. You've got to get up. You've got to take care of the kids. You've got to, got to, got to. You know, everything is about doing. Where I advocate, you take that pause and you ask yourself, "But well, hang on, what am I actually trying to achieve? What is my purpose here? And in my job search coaching and my work that I do with job seekers, that very often resolves itself so quickly. When someone comes to me and says, but what do I do in this situation, Chantal. I say to them, hang on, what's your purpose? What do you want? And that will inform your actions. So it's really just turning that dichotomy around a little bit.
0: For the audience, if you've got any questions, please add your questions to the comment section now. We'll try to answer them towards the end. <laughs> Coming back to, to what you talked about earlier, about purpose. There are many different opinions out there on our purpose for our lives. How does one figure out what is my actual purpose? Do I even have a purpose? Help me figure that out.
1: <laughs> this it's a good question, and I'm not sure one that I can do just as answering here because it's so broad, right? So first of all, our individual beliefs, mindsets, conditioning comes into this question. Some people don't believe we have a purpose for our lives. But again, I'm going to ask you to think about that question, right? Were we put here on this earth to work eat sleep repeat is that all it's about surely there's something (laughs) absolutely absolutely so i really just want to encourage people to think a little bit more we're not here for consumerism and the advertising industry has shoved consumerism in our faces earn more buy more spend more do 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 again without actually stopping to say hang on what is my purpose here right Okay, so, so on the one hand, I don't believe our purpose is consumerism and a life of simply repeating through the cycles. But on the other hand, when it comes to finding your purpose for your life, I think so many people kind of expect a an almost spiritual experience where this lightning bolt comes out of the sky and strikes you and you have this massive epiphany and you're like, ta-ta, ta-ta. <laughs> and that's not it either. Okay, so... Really, I, I want to simplify purpose for people. Sometimes purpose simply boils down to, what is your purpose today? And I'm going to give you an example. About 10 years ago, I lost everything. I think you've heard my story a few times. And I really had to build up from scratch again, right? And I couldn't think further than tomorrow. I couldn't because I was right on that bottom rung of Maslow's, right? So it came down to, what is my purpose today. And today my purpose was to secure a meal. It was to secure a bed for the night. And sometimes it was that simple. But that was my purpose for that day. And as I went through that, I started asking myself, what is my purpose for this week? And it broadened and it became for the month, for the year. And so my vision expanded. So what I'm trying to say about purpose is don't get stuck in the nuts and bolts of, my purpose is to lead a mission or you know have this i don't know whatever don't get stuck in that if it's confusing to you come back to what is your purpose for today and here's where i also want to encourage return to humanity i speak a lot about living in community and i really believe that we were meant to live in community there's a reason we were created as a community There's a reason male and female were created in order to procreate and know this is not sex ed, right? (laughs) There's a reason we were created that way. We were meant to live in community. We were meant to help our fellow man. So, what can you do today to help your fellow man? No, I you.
0: I you. But coming back to the topic come back to the link between career life and mental health what tips would you give our audience members
1: hmm um the ways i'm always going to start with mindset i'm always going to start here right and that is really mental health and the first thing i'm going to say is we don't spend enough time with ourselves we don't spend enough time in self-awareness and we don't spend enough time. I actually wanna and you know what, I'm actually gonna throw a question at you here, right now. When was the last time you, Ues, spent five minutes with yourself? No mobile, no friends, no people, no Netflix, just yourself in contemplation.
0: I, I need this by me, I can't put it away for, for <laughs> <five
1: minutes>. <laughs> 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 my point. It's my point. And you know what, this is not an indictment and it's not a judgment. But we've become so reliant on our things that we've forgotten who we are if you build a habit of spending five minutes and yes you can use your mobile as a timer nothing else no screen time right (laughs) so set a timer on your mobile and spend five minutes sitting under a tree and asking yourself the big questions now i call that hitting the run command Do you remember those old-fashioned computers where you hit run and then the whole computer goes starts thinking right That's what happens when you start asking questions of your subconscious. It hits a run command and those answers will eventually surface. So commit to spend that five minutes a day with yourself and ask yourself, who am I? What do I love doing? What do I want to do? What is my vision for my future? Where am I going? How can I serve my fellow man? Ask whatever comes to mind and don't wait for the answers. Just ask. And spend those five minutes every day because the answers will come. So, I know that was a long, like, first tip, but that was my first tip. I've got more, we've got time.
0: We've got one or two questions coming through, so let's, let's move on and then we can always jump back to it. So let's, say, let's say I've listened to your discussion and I'm taking you seriously, uh, and I feel that my career and my life are not challenged together, and whether it's stress or anxiety or this role just doesn't suit me. What can I
1: do? The ways in life, there are always three choices. Whatever you're facing, there are always three choices. So The first thing you need to ask yourself is, what is my decision in light of the situation that I'm facing today, right? Your three choices are, you can accept it. In other words, leave the status quo as is. I'm unhappy. Things are not gelling, but I'm okay with that. I'm making my peace with that. You can change it or you can leave it. And leave it implies walking away. Change it implies doing something different. Now, whatever you do in life, for all of humanity, those will always remain your three choices. So if you're in an unhappy situation or an unfulfilled situation, first of all, establish what is my choice today? Do I accept it? Do I change it? Do I leave it? And then from there, you need to act in accordance If you have accepted it, and I've had many coaching clients who, after a coaching journey, they've actually decided to accept the toxic work culture. That means no more complaining. That means making peace with it. And that's a challenge for some people. Does that sort of answer your question?
0: It does. It makes it sound very simple, but it does. (laughs) Uh, At least you you have power over the situation. I see one or two questions coming in from the audience, so let's let's, uh, cross over to them. We've got a question from Deidre, who says, if your purpose has changed or you want to revert back to your initial purpose, what are the factors to consider in that regard?
1: Deidre, I'm going to come straight back to you. Who are you and what do you want? Stop listening to what society tells you. Stop Googling for the answers about your purpose. You have the answers within you. And I know that sounds very esoteric and very spiritual, but your purpose is yours uniquely. You have to hit that run command. Okay, so there's absolutely nothing to consider. Just consider, is it you? Do you want it? And then obviously is your three choices. Do I accept it? Do I change it? Do I leave it? And what do I do subsequent to that? Does that help?
0: Makes a lot of sense makes a lot of sense mm. hopefully that helps the if she can comment but so again based on what we've discussed you mentioned it last week but you set up a digital masterclass tell us a little bit about the masterclass and how it can benefit those watchings
1: 100 so always i work to what's called a holistic job search strategy right where so many people come to me and say oh can you do my cv and the answer is quite simply no i can't do your cv the reason is your cv is but one tool in an arsenal, in a holistic job search strategy. So if I had to button that down or kind of break it down, right? Your holistic job search strategy consists of four pillars. Clarity, who are you? Where are you going? Communication, your CV, your LinkedIn, your interview skills, how you're communicating, your message in the job market. And then the final two, strategy and networking. What's your plan and who you're talking to? Do the right people know the right things about you? So that's really what a holistic job search strategy is all about. So what I've done is I've created an online course where I've recorded, I've pre-recorded all of my tutorials, my how-tos, my templates. Everything is on there. So if you want to pursue the dream job, all you need to do is get onto that course.
0: Last week, I managed to twist Chantal's arm to give five of my audience free coaching calls if they signed up for the digital masterclass. So five people got that opportunity last week. Can I twist your (laughs) arm for another five more this week?
1: Oh, for you, you know, you know, twist the arm. Here it goes. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Before we end off, I see there's one more question slipping through. So I'm just going to run it by you. Got a question from Unfiltered Truth who says, if your purpose does not bring money, how do you balance your job that gives you bread and your passion that fulfills you emotionally?
1: You know, that is such a great question and I've got some clients who've struggled with this question themselves. So what I want you to do is I want you to build space in your life to pursue your purpose. I wouldn't be surprised if somehow, somewhere, sometime down the line, that purpose becomes your vocation too. But for now, it doesn't pay the bills, but build in time to pursue that purpose. If your purpose is volunteering in an animal shelter, do it on a Saturday morning, consciously, intentionally, pursue it. You've got to build that in. The other reason you've got to build that in is just to come back to the mental health conversation, right? When we do the things that we love, we operate in what's called the high vibration. We operate from a base of, of, of good energy, positive energy. We make better decisions, we function better so that feeling that you're creating on the weekend by pursuing your purpose that's going to filter in to your day-to-day work life and that's going to start spinning over and creating a different future for you so pursue it with everything in you
0: any last few words from you or anything we didn't discuss that you'd like the audience to know
1: i'm just looking at the tips that i wrote down so i'm thinking hmm what else can i tell you um I think what I'm going to end with is I'm going to end with mindfulness and gratitude. For me, they have been the most incredibly powerful tools not only in my journey to creating my dream job, but in my journey to fulfilment within myself, to coming to a place of peace with Chantal. Again, some people may have heard my story. I was a drug addict, not once, but twice. Chantal had to do it twice, right? There's a lot of reparation that I've had to make in my life. And that mindfulness and that gratitude for who I am today and where I am today. And my story's not over. But if I'm continuing to just build on that practice. So whether you use meditation, whether you use journaling, visualization, whatever it is, be mindful that you're in this moment. And be grateful for the moment that you're in and for what you've got. So often we spend time complaining, oh, I've load shedding again, oh, no water again, you know and yes it's shitty but there are so many other things to be grateful for so i think that would be my sort of closing remarks
0: thank you for sh- uh, sharing something so personal with us i do appreciate <laughs> it the show has been live on youtube and she'll be available on podcast by tomorrow if you're watching on youtube or listening on the podcast and you feel that it's added value don't forget to like subscribe and click on that notification bell to get automatically notified when you... yeah. okay. Thanks, Louise. Thanks for having me. Go well. Thanks, everyone, for joining us for another episode of Two Ways to Skin a Cat. Goodbye. <laughs>